We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is Gresh and Fourier. There's a drive to left center field. This is high and deep. Back by the bullpen. And it is gone into the Red Sox bullpen. Grand slam for Raphael Devers. Andy Gresh. This is a special day for Red Sox Nation. They needed yes, they did. this they day. Did something. Right? Yes, they did. Big time. Oh, this made my day. I'm not going right. to lie to you. We have a soft spot in our heart for Boston watching what the fans have went through. Christian Fourier. He massively undervalued Kyle Duggar. You know, like, because Rex went on to say, well, the only guy that started on some of those Patriot teams of the past is Matthew Judon. While I agree with that Judon would be a star and, and a stud on those teams, like, Kyle has become a stud. Well, Gresh and Fourier right now. If you want a little midday penny drop, <laughs> just go to twitch.tv slash Boston W-E-E-I and look at the sexiness of hot Christian Fourier. On W-E-E-I. We're into the final hour here on this Thursday. Big Friday show tomorrow. We'll see if uh, Fourier's Friday playlist is a thing or not. What do you mean? Well, I just—I already gave you a taste. I already gave you one. Well, again, I'm have how many songs total do I need? Like, I don't even know how many songs I need. See, there Probably we go. Sixteen. Which is why I 16. said, "Will we really? Uh, will we really yeah, get you to will. it?" Yeah, you're going to ha- have sixteen different selections. I have like five different playlists I can give right now. Or it's going to be like twelve forty-one. Or excuse me, it'll be like uh, twelve forty-seven tomorrow. Let's say, and it'll be like. Turp, I don't have a song. Just play something. No, for I'm going to give it to him. He's going to play it. I'm going to give him at least 16 songs. He 14, because we have the open twice. Oh, that's a good point. 14, and we'll, be, we'll be golden. I can do it in my sleep. In my sleep. Yeah, yeah. I'm so in control, I asked my kid who ignored me on the ride home <laughs> to pick some songs. Because I know my songs, I don't know about your playlist, but I know mine are probably dated. I'm all over the map. Yeah. So I've got uh, Frank Sinatra on my iPod. And I've got like Dua Lipa. There's updated right there. So you're very oh, yeah. you're very eclectic. iPod, now. yeah, yeah. Well, because it's <laughs> know, the right? no, but what on do my you, cassette tape, no, I so, have Duran Duran. So what do you call your music playlist on your phone? Spotify, YouTube. Yeah, no, I would no, use no. The, oh. But the no, the the red one where it's got the like on the bottom, it's got the red music, music thing. Isn't that well? It says music, but isn't that essentially your Apple iPod music. on your phone? I wouldn't call it my iPod. All right, there you go. So my iPod on my phone. How's that? <laughs> Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> That's just the easiest way to say it. Because yeah. most people don't know how to do it. It's like, well, my iTunes I think it's more like, phone. what's on your playlist? That's What do you got on your playlist? There you go. So I got a whole bunch of crap in yeah. there. I, Metallica to Backstreet Boys to whatever. I'm not about groups. I'm about, if I like a song, I'll download it. I don't have a, I don't, I can tell you one, for 100%, like, I never grew up saying, oh, I follow Fish. 
I follow, you know, Metalhead, like that. I was very eclectic. I just had, I listened to everything. If the girls were listening to it, I was listening to it. That's, oh, that's who I was leaning towards. There we go. Oh, are we going to dance to this? Totally could do that dance. Well, what else do we want to do? Dance. Oh, what yeah. is dance? Ab- slow dancing? Absolutely. Get out of here. With what that. do you mean? Were you seriously, were you the guy with your back foot on the wall just like, leaning stupid jerks over there nope. dancing with girls? Nope. Who I, are having all sorts of fun? No, I never went to any of that stuff where there could be the co-mingling. I just did it on my own. But like group oh, events, even in ab- high school, get out of here. Oh my God, you're such a bore. Really? It's not a bore. It's just I don't want to be around people you that didn't I have find a group, are a bore. You, did not have a, you didn't have a group of friends and you were like, all right, let's go. We're hopping in the car. We're all going to the dance. Nope. Really? I, I live for the dances. I went to Westerly for two and a half years. I, I didn't Westerly. have a Westerly High School in Rhode Island when I moved from Western PA. They thought I was either an African-American guy who was 6'6 and jump out of the gym. That was one of the rumors. Or that uh, African American yeah, guy yep. that could jump yep. out of the that, gym. Really, right. there was one kid, right. and I didn't have a vowel at the end of my last name. So in Westerly, it's a little hard to kind of blend in because okay. there's a lot of you know there's a lot of ethnicity there and things like that. So I just kind of, dude. First day I was, I've told this story a bunch. First day I was there, I beat somebody up to set the tone to be like, don't mess with me. So tenth you're, grade, so I grabbed you were, a, you were Tony Soprano. Like no. you're you're Tony. You no, know, no, no. People you're, just, you thought people you just were didn't Tony really Soprano. talk to me. I was just like, great. Good. Don't don't talk to me. Awesome. I had my little group of people. That's all I need. That's the way I've operated my whole life. I feel like you needed a hug. No. God, no. <laughs> you, needed a, you needed a big hug. It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> See, I listen. It I, would not have mattered. I, some people are social. Some are not. I'm yeah, just one of those uh, people. Well, if you can especially imagine. then that wasn't. I was very social. If you can 15 imagine. 15 and I moved from western Pennsylvania to southern Rhode Island. Talk about it. it, 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 it the way that, and people, like you've even made some jokes about the way Billy talks, right? Yeah, he's 100% Boston. First basketball game, I'm on the bus and someone goes, who wants a grinder? I'm like, what world am I in right now? I didn't even know that was a sandwich. The guy who was the basketball coach, his name was Jack Barber, and they called him Coach Baba. I thought his name was B-A-B-A, like they the don't rest talk like that. Giant Baba. They don't talk like that in Rhode Island. Oh, yeah, they, they do. It's, it's a, it's, oh, wait, brother, you I feel are... like the dialects are different. Oh, no, 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 no. There you is go into Rhode Island, I feel like it is. there is a different accent when you cross... The border, because I live way down there. Like you, you know, got to go to the southern border to be able to get more of that as well. It is all there and some. See, I, I feel like there is uh, there's there's different pockets of Massachusetts, New England, where the accents are different. Like in Texas, if you go to West Texas, or you go to East Texas. The West Texas guys are very slow, and it's it's very very slow. We're gonna draw this. Yeah, we're yep. gonna go over there, and you just hold on. I'll be right. Hey, it's Johnny from Rhode Island. See, it's different though. It it really isn't. I'm telling. All right, you. I gotta I gotta put the two together. I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta have I gotta have one from like what what city has like the roughest accent in Massachusetts? Oh boy, I, Malden's got to be in the running, doesn't it? Malden. Billy? Maybe like a Revere. 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 Just the word Revere. There you go. And then I would say what would be the strongest in Rhode Island? Um, Cranston. Cranston's one. I would always argue Westerly because it's there. In fact, Pawtucket Patriot on the uh, Twitch chat, first of all, he said no one in Westerly is worth talking to. Coming from a Stonington kid, they have an accent. Yes, Stonington was right across the the river. And somehow the the farther north you get, the accents disappear. 
Oh, you mean like when you go to Maine for the Maine? New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont, I, zero accent. It's like none of them are from here. They're all migrated. They have like some like vacation home up there. There is a dude that uh, we met in Maine, my wife and I. So I went to go do like a Maine football game probably five, six years ago, whatever. And we drove up and stayed at the casino that is in Bangor, I do believe, which is not far from where the main campus is. And we played three-card poker. And we played with this dude who made Billy, in terms of Billy's accent, made him sound completely normal. Really? Like, we almost couldn't understand this guy. <laughs> Cods and the way he said it, though, it, it, he felt like a main hill Billy. Like, he was in there with overalls and a giant beard. So I don't know if this guy came from the mountains or whatever it was, or he's a truck driver. He's like, I'm going play some three-card poker or whatnot. I couldn't understand the guy. It was like when I first got to Westerly where I couldn't understand people. Honest to God, there's a legendary wrestler named the Giant Baba, and I thought like my basketball coach was like named after huh. a la like that. Okay. Because I didn't know it was Barber, and that people had no idea that, you know, the, I didn't know the R thing. My dad was like, yeah, we got to move up here. And I'm like, great. I'm going to beat somebody up. And sure enough, first day of school, there you go. <laughs> I'm going to let everybody know. For three days. Gresh is here. Hey, this is new kid. He's got really big calves. Yep. His calves are huge. I did have. I'm amazed that you you're amazed at the calves. size of my calves. You, I've told you this before. You have the largest calves. They're like bowling balls. Coming from someone who has no calves. So that's, well, they, that's, that's true. You're like Tom Brady. Not as bad as him. You're not as bad as him. But they did. My nickname was Calfless in Seattle. I've heard that many times when I played for the Seattle Seahawks. I Calfless in Seattle. True story. I could dunk at 15, <laughs> and then I filled out the rest of the way, and at 16, I could grab the rim. Yeah, see, I, could, <laughs> I never dunked in my life. Because I went from, I think it was like 230 as a 15-year-old to like 275 the next year. Just filling out. Yeah, it's when you started eating all those. Your like pregame meal was like just destroying. It you. was pretty bad. Yeah, it's like what? What's really going on with this kid? <laughs> <laughs> just hungry. Hey, are you really upset about the move? Shut up! I'm gonna punch you in your face. No, you know what it was. I got that. Uh, it was a guy whose dad served in the like Rhode Island Senate. I had no idea. I walked in the first day, picked on some politicians, kid shoved him in great, a locker. Great. Yeah, my dad was just like, all right, we'll give you a pass on this one. It's like, mm. we moved you, so okay. let's not go. You're nuts. allowed one screw up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like the kid from Karate Kid. Yep. You oh, I won. hate this place. I want to learn karate. <laughs> you know, Tony LaRussa. I'm a spit take. Tony, you're, you're Tony LaRussa. Tony LaRussa? Yeah. Daniel LaRussa. Daniel LaRussa. La Add it. What am, what am I at? What am I at now? The, uh, the old White Sox manager. Tony what am I at now? It's true. He's got Tony LaRusso, the White Sox manager on the I mind. Knew, I know. Where am I at now? Do we have a count now? 78 and depends out we're there for Tony LaRusso. We're at least at 10. Oh, my goodness. At least at 10, right? I would like to think that we can now start to talk about the Bills and the Patriots game, considering we've got a good report from not only Ian Rappaport, but others that DeMar Hamlin is responsive. He is squeezing the hands of family members. There's uh, apparently the neurological. There's no neurological yeah. issues. Everything is intact. And we heard Bill Belichick finally address it. Uh, I know we've been on the lookout. I don't think anybody in Buffalo has talked yet. Like, we haven't heard from Sean McDermott, I don't think, uh, just yet. I know that they were going to, even Sal Sports yesterday, Sal Capaccio joined us, told us that hopefully they'll get back to normal today to start to get ready for this game. Uh, but it feels like now everyone can accept 
the fact that the game is going to be played on Sunday and it's okay for us to get excited for it. No, remarkable news is what I'm hearing, what you're seeing, and I think that's exactly what the Buffalo Bills need, and it's the worst thing for the Patriots. And I feel like, listen, this this is just what I think it's going to be because I think if you have a situation like this where, you know, there's this terrible injury, terrible situation, and you're almost apprehensive. You're almost like, ah, you know, I'm not ready to kind of, you know, commit to the process. I'm not ready to commit to the game. So I need someone, like, you called it a burden. There's like this burden, you know, that is placed on your shoulders, and the only way it's going to be released if this somebody says it's okay to play. It's okay to go out there, and I feel like the Bills got that because, one, he's feeling better. There are improvements, you know, uh, left and right. And the dad supposedly did like a whole Zoom call with the team, with the Buffalo Bills. So can you imagine how good that would feel to actually hear from uh, DeMar Hamlin's, Hamlin's um, father or his mother, who was like more affected than anybody, have them come out and say, guys, go, go get it. He'd want you to win. He'd want you to prep. He'd want you to proceed. And then the fans, and you marry all that together, good luck beating this team. Not I, I may call, like, kick-ass, like, beat down by 30 points. Is the thought right now it's either going to be a blowout for Buffalo or a close New England win because the Bills will not be ready to pay attention to details? I was I don't know how you were, but I was closer to Patriots win based on I just, I'm not into it. I just can't. I can't. I'm not ready. I, I, I didn't even prep. I don't know what the hell we're supposed to be doing. Uh, now it's changing. Now it's you're going to have energy. You're going to have attitude. You're going to have passion. You're going to have purpose. That's what I think is the is the ultimate thing. Like you have purpose. You're playing for someone together. That nothing unifies. It's terrible that this happens. But it could either go you know one or the other way, one way or the other. Like either you're unified and you're just like unstoppable, or you're just you're down on the dumps and feeling sorry for yourself, and you just want the season to be over. Does it matter if the Bills don't know whether they can get the number one seed going into Sunday's game? That's a good question. All right, then let's pause on that, yeah. and we will pick it up. We also got Michael Irvin joining us at 130-617-779-7937. Who would have known? We were talking about accents, and folks jumped on the line on that as well. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, now, more Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. And streaming on WEEI.com. If you're hungry for a good football chat, Michael Irvin will join us seven minutes from now. Or are you hungry like the wolf? Well, most of our conversations have been about food. (laughs) (laughs) So you are hungry. (laughs) Yeah. I realize that, that, uh, you know, getting fat is really fun. I'm not, okay, I'm not fat. Okay, gaining weight. Gaining weight is a lot of fun, isn't it? Though, like, not giving a crap and eating whatever you want is a lot of fun. It's so much fun. Like, who cares? Who cares that the and I do this every year, but the you know switching the you know flipping the switch, literally changing, going cold turkey is just the older I get, the more of a pain in the ass it is. I used to be able to do it in, in a heartbeat. Bam, January comes around. Bam, football season is over. I don't have all these like requirements. You know, I don't have to be like you. I don't have to travel all over the place. And then I, my weekends are free. I'm a little bit more disciplined. Now, I just I just want to eat food. <laughs> I just want to eat. <laughs> this show is, I'm actually losing weight on the show, though. I'm losing weight on the show. Oh, you will. I lost four pounds already. How about that? Look at you. Two day, three days three in. Three days in. Lost wow, four pounds. you're losing a pound a day. How about that? But I'll tell when you what. Stop? If that's the way it goes, there'll be a lot of people who want to be doing uh, middays here with uh, Gresham Fourier on WEI. Does the Bills knowing or not knowing if they can get the number one seed matter against the Patriots? Because we still haven't heard from the NFL on how they will or are going to handle all of this. Mike Florio, who is a mountain of misinformation, he had a he had a tweet ten hours ten or twelve hours ago about well it looks like they'll go with uh, percentages you know win percentage or whatever and but he went on in the afternoon in Pittsburgh or yeah, whatever that and, his mind. and and was like yeah, uh, yeah they might he does uh, it all the time right exactly so you're onto something here uh, yeah so my thing is um man they may not they probably won't know. Right, because let me just see, like when the when the game. Well, don't you think the NFL can the NFL go into this weekend with no plan and then be like, "Oh, sorry, now we well, got to play this game," and here's maybe how we're it does. Do. Maybe they will know because Kansas City plays Vegas on Saturday at four thirty. Okay, and the other game that has some sort of effect on it is Baltimore Cincinnati. They play at one o'clock the same time you play because Buffalo plays New England at one o'clock. Cincy plays Baltimore at one o'clock. So maybe I, I, maybe you have an idea. I would like to actually know, to your point, I, hey, does this, what is this game, what's the impact of this game? What's the impact of the outcome of this game? I don't think it's going to matter because I think Buffalo's going to roll. And I think the only way the Patriots actually get in, if those three teams, those, three, uh, those other three games, uh, benefit them because they all lose. But like, then that means Buffalo doesn't know what's going to happen to or What would be the effect of them winning against the Patriots? I, well, the like, effect is it going to be is, are if they Cincy be number wins, one? if yep. Cincy wins, and Buffalo wins, they need to replay that game. Well, that's what a lot of people are pointing to. They but need I, to replay the game because seeding matters. Because they're going to move if, the playoffs for it, though. Well, if 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 uh, which we call it, if Kansas City wins, 
Okay, and what are they? Thirteen and something? I don't know what they are. They're they thirteen are and three. Thirteen and three right now. So they're going to be fourteen and four. So, uh, and if you're the Bills, you know uh, your your best, the best that you can be is what uh, you're, you're twelve the, and three right now. The best you can be is thirteen and three. So you don't have another game. You would have the tiebreaker against the Chiefs. You need that game. So if they're telling you this game doesn't matter, it actually does. Kansas City wins on Saturday. They have 14 wins. The best you can do if they don't play the game is 13 wins. Well, you're not you're not the number one seed. You have to play the game, right? Maybe if you're the Bills, you have to force them to play the game. We need guys. They are not. They're going to force us to forfeit this. They're going to say that it's a tie. If that is the case, the road to the Super Bowl goes through Kansas City again. What do you guys want to do? What do you guys? What do you guys want? Me? I, I'm the I'm uh, I'm ownership, right? I'm uh, Sean. Hey guys, what do you want to do? I'm not going to tell you. What do you guys want to do? The only way we can do it is if we force the issue. We got to play the game, and if we do play the game, guys, it's it's going to be on a short week. And if you win, you're going to have another short week. What would you do? So the Bengals lose to the Ravens. The so the Bengals lose to the Ravens. Now it's interesting. I just went on our little uh, NFL website that we have access to, you know, with the standings and all that stuff. Right now, and I'm, I, unless I'm seeing things, so when they when you have the divisional standing breakdown, they have Cincinnati in at eleven and four. But if you click on the Bengals schedule on this website, yeah, it says the Bengals are twelve and four, and they were they've been given a seven three win over Buffalo. Now, again, that's on the little NFL thing that we get into. It's not on ESPN.com or anything like that. So I don't know if that is an indicator that it would be it's just going to stand. I don't know how they – because, again, here's another thing, too. If Buffalo had beaten Cincinnati, then Baltimore-Cincinnati would have been for the division title this week. But now, Uh, since he's going to play one less game. I think – listen, Gresh, I think the issue is – you have to play this game. I didn't have on the Buffalo Bills. I didn't have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. We know how important that is in in NFL. Most depth in this scenario, absolutely. Okay, could the NFL say, "Listen, Bills, you were distraught. We gave you the opportunity. We listened to you. Yeah. You chose not to play. Bingo. It's not my bad. It's not my Does fault. the NFL just go okay? Then the I result." See. Then the result stands seven three since okay. he gets the win. If we're gonna do optics, man, if we're gonna sit there and go, hey, let's not. Hey, I'm the NFL. Let's not step on that rake and look stupid and insensitive and like we don't care about player safety and blah blah blah. Then you have to give them the opportunity to play that game. You nay, you need to make amends. You need to make it possible for them to play that game. And hey, guys, hey, Bills, if you guys win the game, you get a first round bye. Mm-hmm. Eh, the Chiefs got to play. Since he's got to play. Patriots are not going to play. So, I, I, to me, it's coming down to that. I think now that DeMar Hamlin is feeling better, this all this remarkable improvement, he's he's awake, his lung, uh, his lung function is better, he's breathing better. Uh, Gripping hands of those close to him, according to Ian Rapport. Yeah, all that stuff. Like, neurologi- neurologically, like, all that's better. I think you're going to have – they're going to want to play the game. A texter sends in something that is interesting in the 413. Would it make sense for the Bills to allow themselves to lose to the Patriots this weekend to guarantee that they play them again in the playoffs, thinking 
that it could be an easy win. I don't think it is necessarily because I'm going to the overall standings and we don't know how they're going to handle this Bills Cincinnati game. But if the Bills lost and then Cincinnati won, then they're both 12 win teams. Now, with no tiebreaker. Well, how the, right with no head to head tiebreaker. Yeah. So, how that tiebreaker would go, I don't know. So, there is the chance that if the Bills lose, they would be in a 3 6. If they're in the 2 7 and they lose to New England, it's no guarantee they play New England in a 2 7 matchup. They might catch Cincinnati in a 3 6. Or maybe it works out that the Chargers end up uh, in the sixth spot and you slide down to the three seed. And then you play a team that is very different profile-wise than New England. So there's a lot. I do think that the NFL, the best thing for us finding this, as the Bills are practicing for the first time today, uh, as they're saying on NFL Network right now, since DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field, it feels like the NFL has got to say, okay, here's how we're going to handle it if this, 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 and this happens. As much as I was the one who said, well, they're going to wait to see the results and then just hope it kind of takes care of itself, there's going to have to at least be a plan in place that they will have had to have worked out with the television networks. Yeah, and I also feel like since the Chiefs play the Raiders on Saturday, they could, that, that, that game on, you know, for both Cincinnati and the Patriots is really for the second seed, which really isn't fair based on the fact that all of them had an opportunity to get it. And now none of them do. And really, the one team, if the if the Bills beat the what the Patriots, and then they have an opportunity to play the Cincinnati again, well, mm-hmm. they would be the number one, number one seed. Oh, it's a mess, friend. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, the playmaker Michael Irvin, joining us for the first time with Gresh and Fourier. He is brought to us by Zooty. Build any app your company needs in a week by the Catches Law Group, New England's personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com. By Bill DeLuca, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. DeLuca's got the deals to the Harbor One Hotline with the playmaker Michael Irvin with Gresh and Christian Fourier now. Michael Irvin, good afternoon. It has been a very emotional week in the NFL. Uh, what's it been like for you in seeing all of this as an analyst? Well, it's always hard and difficult to see things, especially things like we saw this last week, this Monday night, that you really don't see normally on a football field. You know, it's, it's difficult to see. You think about Tamar Hamlin's family and what his mom went through, even witnessing her kid having, you know, endure what he endured. But on the other side, man, it's been, you know, it's been quite, it's been quite uplifting to see how, you know, we always talk about as football players, we're a fraternity and, 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 you know, as a football family, NFL family, but, but all the way around, even the fans, for the fans to jump in and donate all of that money to his cause, where his initial thought was just $2,500 to be over $6 million. There's a lot of things you can say about this country, and there's a lot of things we may say on that and don't do right. But in times of crisis like that, in times of tough situations, boy, we sure know how to come together. You know, we know how to come together and do the right thing. You know, and, and, and in that in that sense, that's a beautiful thing to see. So, Michael, if if at the NFL Network, was there some sort of like just 
unwritten understanding that uh, nobody was going to talk about seeding and what if in Sunday's games? Like, are you guys talking about <laughs> games now? Yeah, we, well, we we, we got to talk about them. We got, we're going to talk about them. But, but it is crazy, man, when you think about this. Think about this. Think about how this thing that came down on week 18. I mean, in some situations, they were so clear. Miami looked like clearly one of the better teams in the AFC. They were on their way. Philadelphia looked like they clearly the best team in the NFL, and now they're going into week week 18 trying to make sure they keep on, hold on to that number one seed. It's just incredible to see the swings of the NFL. Yeah, and that that part is Roger Goodell got right, right? Let's add a, a, an extra game, and all these teams are relevant, even though they have crappy records, and they shouldn't be going to the playoffs. But now, have have you figured out like what is going to happen with the number one seed in the AFC? Like, have you figured no. out what needs to happen? <laughs> right away, no. they don't give like, you no, they don't, don't give you no, like a no. cheat sheet. They don't give you like no, a no, cheat no, sheet no. or anything. No, that thing that's pretty crazy. But you understand, this is um, these are some extenuating circumstances. Like really, guys, don't even talk about making up that game, making up that that Buffalo game. I was like that Buffalo Cincinnati game for seeding. I was like, that's too emotional to even try to go back there. You know what I mean? If we were still dealing with the raw emotions of the event, let alone talk about rescheduling it. And, and then have to rehash it, relive it, and re-endure it. Actually, I thought it was too much. So the, the, the best thing to do is to let's try to move on. Let's figure it out that on a percentage basis and move on. This is a, this is a different situation. Michael Irvin, the playmaker with Gresh and Fourier here. He's with us on the Harbor One Hotline. And, and let's say this, guys. Thank God that they're getting some positive, positive movements. On the on the Hamlin situation, as far as his uh his conditions, he's still in critical condition, but but they're seeing some remarkable improvements. Yeah, very much so. Uh, so Michael, I know the Patriots have been a disaster on offense this year, but if they win this game in Buffalo and they go nine and eight and they make the postseason. Does that automatically make it a successful season for the Patriots? Well, it, 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 it gives you a chance now. You know, the Patriots, you, you come in with a second-year quarterback, most guys, most teams, they, 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 they can call that a successful season. But you had such a pretty good first season with your quarterback. Um, so, so it's hard to call this a, a successful season. But getting in the playoffs does help with that somewhat. And see where you're going from there. So I want you to see if you can, in your own special, unique way, paint a picture for me or what you think that atmosphere is going to be like in Buffalo when the Patriots play against the Buffalo Bills at 1 o'clock, especially with the news that Hamlin is feeling better. And it, it not going to say you know he's out of the woods yet, but I, I feel like everyone's feeling a sigh of relief. What do you think that atmosphere is going to be like? And is it even remotely possible for the Patriots to match that energy and that atmosphere playing against the Bills? Man, that, that, that's a great question. I don't even know how to even begin to start answering that. I fully expect those guys to be at an all-time, I mean an all-time high level of playing in emotions 
and everything, and we're playing this game for DeMar. We're going to do it for him. We, we're keeping him in our thoughts the whole ride on this whole journey, this whole playoffs. I expect him to be riding high with that. And, boy, that's, that is going to be a tough, uh, a, a tough emotional high for the Patriots to reach. But sometimes you even go in a situation like this, you're so emotional. By game time, and I'm not saying this would be the case with the Buffalo Bills, I don't know, but by game time, you, you, you can be exhausted mm. because there's so much emotions that have gone into the whole week. All week you think about all the emotional rides, the emotional roller coaster, man. You get the game day Sunday, you, you're exhausted. So it can swing both ways. All right, the Michael Irvin question of the week is brought to you by the Catches Law Group, New England's personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com. Um, if you're on the Patriots end off of what you just said there, Michael Irvin, how do you balance your emotions on the other side? Is it just a let it happen situation? Do you just sort of get in the moment and try to ride it out? Is a first quarter hot start vital for the Patriots to kind of take the air out of the place. What do you make about the Patriots' side of dealing with all that emotion before kick? Yeah, a hard start would be would, would be great. But 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 you you're looking for at least a level start. A start where where the Buffalo Bills don't run away emotionally and, and, and throw up quick ten to fourteen points before you catch your breath. You know, now if you go all the way the other way and you hey, we're gonna put together a twelve play drive, a two play drive, start this game, boy, that'd be incredible. But but what you're really looking to do is to be able to absorb the blow that Buffalo is about to give you without losing any ground, so you can really start this game. Maybe maybe uh, really start the game the whole way, maybe mid second quarter. Like I told you, Wilbur Marshall used to say to us. When 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 he when he was coming, they said, "Man, this team is just hype. It's just hype. Give them a quarter, and when they calm down, we'll commence the whooping on them." You know, <laughs> Buffalo's hype. Buffalo's hype, but they got talent. They got talent. Well, Marshall was able to say that about us. We didn't have the talent yet, and we can get hype, but our talent was going to dissolve. Buffalo's talent will dissolve. Well, Playmaker, hopefully we've got lots of reasons to continue to uh, talk to you and that the Patriots go up to Buffalo and get a win and at least have one more game and one more week. We appreciate you, friend. Happy New Year. Thanks a bunch, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Happy New Year to everybody. There we go. There goes the Playmaker. Michael Irvin with us on the Harbor One Hotline. And are you done is next. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Time for Are You Done? And it is brought to you by our friends at Unified Office. If you run a business... You know the rough impact the labor shortage can have on your customer's phone experience. Let Unified Office specialize, or they specialize in keeping businesses from losing incoming customer calls and revenue. Learn more at unifiedoffice.com. 
Billy Lanny, are you done Are yet? you done? Just a quick thing. Uh, are you done? Not yet. Are you done? Not yet. Not yet. So uh, you guys know the Professional Fighters League? No. no. Uh, yeah. yeah. You've heard of it. So it's got Jake mm-hmm. Paul. You've heard of Jake Paul? Yeah. 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 Okay. So Jake Paul signed up with that company, and his first thing was to issue a challenge to Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz, by the way, is one of the uh, baddest MMA fighters going, Foyer. He's the kind of guy that you would have grown up with who you saw fighting in the street. Ooh. So he offered Nate Diaz a deal for two-fight deal. We're going to box, and then six months later, we're going to MMA. Stop! Wait, so wait, Jake Paul offered Jake, this. Jake Paul offered it. Jake Paul's basically the face of that company right now. Oh. Okay. Everybody, for some reason, loves him, but he draws in an audience. He's and he's good, money. though, too, right? Oh, yeah, no, he boxes. He yeah. boxes well. I mean, he hasn't had any kind of real competition, but anybody who's Is he the guy, he sorry, he is he the guy that the, fights, like, ex-athletes? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, he beat up um, Nate Robinson. Tyron Woodley and up, guys yeah, like that, yeah. Uh, Anderson Silva when he was, like, in his 40s. So, obviously, like, right, almost his 50s. Yeah. So, he issues the fight in boxing, which is fine. But I go to Gresh with this one because he's the MMA guy. Does he have a chance against Nate Diaz in an octagon? Nope. And, in fact, if anything, it'll be the rare time that an MMA fighter will engage in what I would call a work, as in pro wrestling. If we remember when uh, Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor fought, if Floyd Mayweather wanted to take Conor McGregor out in the first round and ended, he could have. But he, uh, hey, sparred with them a little bit. Had to bit. get people their money's worth. Yeah, they they worked together to make sure that they took care of people. But for a guy like Mayweather, it only takes you so long before he has you absolutely exhausted. Right. So he can do that. Like, he can dance around and take a couple punches, throw a couple punches, and you're exhausted five rounds in. If, uh, if Nate Diaz jumps on Jake Paul, he's dead. Jake Paul's got to go on the run in an MMA setting. Right. In a boxing setting, it'd be a little different. The thing about Nate Diaz is... You can hit him in the face with a brick, and the guy keeps coming at you. Can I add a layer to this? Sure. So I would propose this. Here would be my counter, okay? It would be we're going to box in a ring. We're going to MMA, official rules. And then we're going to do the whole Kimbo Slice uh, charity tournament. We're going to go out in somebody's backyard, and we're just going to fight bare knuckle. I like it. Let's do that one and just have everybody, like, you know, drink gin out of a paper bag and like yell and scream with a cigarette, throwing ones that betting yeah, like they're playing dice. But if one of the guys goes <laughs> up two zero, do you do the third fight? Absolutely, way? you have to do it because that's really isn't that really the true test? Like you know, like we're just gonna fight in someone's backyard. Uh, do you know there is a bare knuckle fighting league Fourier? Now, if there was going to be a third one, that it wasn't going to be boxing, but it necessarily wasn't going to be MMA. Throw them in the uh, the bare knuckle fighting is awesome. Have you, have you seen? There's two things that I've seen, like just you know, looking at TikTok. Okay, the, that hole that that rabbit hole that that is, uh, clown fighting. Have you seen this? I have not. Each fighter dresses up like a clown, like legit face wig. Everything, Billy. I think we okay. need to investigate and this. Then, I'm in. And, and then it is hilarious. And I hope they all have a nose that they, squeaks when it gets punched. <laughs> it is hilarious. And the other one, with I, I can't remember what what they titled, but it was, it was like bare knuckle chick fighting, for the lack of a better term. Like well, no. it's like really downgraded it to like the lowest level, and like two girls duking it out in bathing suits. Not like, you know, the MMA, you know, like workout top and bottom. They're in bikinis. bikinis. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because UFC fighter Paige Van Zandt, she got into bare knuckle boxing for yep. a little bit. It wasn't bikinis. Like, she basically wore the same attire that she would in an octagon. 
But she got in that. She got tuned up a couple times. Yeah, that's why she went to AEW and took Tony Khan's money and was like, I'll just pro wrestle now Genius and move. be be uh, be okay. Terp, are you done? Terp? Are you done? Uh, are you done? Are you done? I am done again. Just happy to be here. Jeez, there we go. Uh, give it to me again, Christian. Are you done? Uh, are you done? Are you done? No, I'm not because we didn't get to this. And this is just so this is has to do with the Rafael Devers uh, extension. You know, we had Lou on. He was great. And I wanted to get to this article. But, you know, I just read the headline and you tell me uh, true or false. All right. Uh, this is from Chad Jennings of The Athletic. Uh, with Rafael Devers extension, it's time to take the Red Sox seriously again. True or false? I'm still false. I mean, they spent money on one guy, which is really good, and they kept him around. But in terms of spending the kind of money that you need to truly improve this team, yeah, they're not doing it. See, the funny thing about this article is, like, I know the writers don't write the headline. They should because it's it's very confusing. You read this headline, you go, oh, they're going to make a case for the Red Sox to be taken seriously against the Blue Jays and the Orioles and the Yankees, right? We're coming for you. Look, we got Devers. The fact is, after you read the first paragraph, all they do is walk it back. Oh, well, I'm not saying this, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying this, and don't get your hopes up. But, hey, you should take them seriously. So, that was it. We didn't get into it, and I just wanted to share that. Uh, Apparently, we have a – oh, by the way, sorry. Are you done? Are you done, done? Gresh? Are you done? No, I'm not Are done. Are you done? No. Uh, I'm going to tighten this up a little bit. As of right now, <laughs> there is a uh, University of Cincinnati Health Physicians discussing updates on Bill's safety, Damar Hamlin. Uh, apparently, some of the stuff coming out is that his lungs continue to heal. He is uh, making steady progress. Also, according to some texters, I guess Hamlin is awake and writing messages. Um, and someone said that'll pump the team up to unknown levels. That all ties into how we are going to break this game down tomorrow. We got Celtics. We got Bruins. We'll break down Pat's bills. How will the emotions tie into the game? Because Michael Irvin brought up something interesting. It is a Patriots Friday. We will talk to someone from the New England Patriots organization. We'll get your gambling in as well. I do believe Andrew Raycroft is scheduled to join us at some point. And we'll break down the other games that are of importance in Week 18 in the NFL that is it for us. Uh, Terp and Billy produced it, so if something went wrong, blame them. Foyer and I will see you at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Mego and Arcan are next. Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Okay, okay. Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? Okay, okay. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.